that's it. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah. So you guys head down to Cobbler Choblin's Cobbler Shop. And just like in a movie, there's three converging paths to the street that it's on. And all three of you just happen to get to the same spot at the same time. Um, and you all see something very, very out of the ordinary and disconcerting. What you see a customer come out of Cobbler Choblin's Cobbler Shop with a bag. Oh my He's made God. a sale. I want to like knock, I want to like try to like sneakily knock the bag out of his hand so it dumps out so I can see what he bought. <laughs> sure, give me a, uh, another sleight of hand check. Excellent. 18. 18, yeah, you knock it out of his hand. <laughs> uh, and he goes, hey, what the hell, buddy? And I'm sorry, sir. Let me help you with that. And I, uh, I peek at the contents. Yeah, as you're picking it up, you see um, what looks like just oversized shoes, but the um, the top of the shoe's been like shaved down a little bit, so it's got like kind of like a flat thing over the front of it, you know, so that the the shoe can breathe a little bit. It, it almost kind of looks like a a flip flop. And as you look up, you see on the sign for Cobbler Choblins, it says. The newest invention, flip flops, and um, you see inside is actually another customer standing at Cobbler Choblin's uh, window. I always knew he had a good idea. He had a good mind for ideas. Guys, guys, we're going to be rich off the three percent he said we could have. Oh, I thought that was all his idea. No, I wrote it down. We, we, we he agreed to give us three percent commission. I wish I knew you wrote it down because I went and re-listened to the episode to figure oh, out what it was. Man. <laughs> oh, poor man. Yeah, I wrote it down. I was like, I am not, not missing so, out on that. Did you guys walk in? Yeah, we walk in now. I wonder if he's too busy to play checkers. When you walk in, you see Choblin actually. Um, he, he's demoing flip-flops and he's walking around in them. He's like, yeah, you look at these. These are the best the best shoes you'll ever buy. You ain't going to regret shopping at old Cobbler Choblin's. You have a wonderful day, ma'am. And you see he hands the bag over to her, and she has two pairs of uh, flip-flops in her bag, and she's like, thank you so much, sir. This is this is going to make my kids' holiday season. And he's like, that's what Cobbler Choblin's here for, putting smile on people's faces. You tell all your friends the Cobbler Choblin uh, original flip-flop only at Cobbler Choblin's shop. It's a flip and flop for cobbler's shop. And uh, he, she looks Killer really. Slogan. Yeah, she looks really confused and then just leaves. And he looks and sees you guys. He's like, oh, thank God. I got to get a I got to get a slogan. No, I think you got it. I think it, you nailed that. He he you looks over quickly. He looks over quickly and he like looks between the three of you and he's like, where where's the handsome one? I had something for him. <laughs> uh. I throw up a disguise self and change into it. And then oh, you're one of them magic folks. Why didn't you say so? Uh, <laughs> anyway. It's a long story. You, okay, cool. Here you go. A deal's a deal. And he, like, prance walks over to his cash register mm-hmm. and, like, pounds his hand on it. And a uh, little sack comes out. And Jimmy, mm-hmm. roll a D100. Oh, oh D100. Okay. <laughs> I, just, le- I can't. Wait for I don't it. ever know how to read it, so. I know, I hate him. Oh, buddy. 96. Not 96? Even, like, I'm not even kidding. No, nope, I, I believe you. Well, I'm assuming um, it's, a, it's a 9 0, and then the other one is a 6. So, I would yep, assume yep, that's, that's a 96. Um, and now roll a d4. Come on, baby. That's a 3. 96 times 3. So Cobbler Choblin made 288 gold. So what's 3% of 288? It's going to be like 8 gold. <laughs> so he, he gives you 9 gold pieces and he's like, the, the, these flip-flops are flying off the shelf. You you give it a week and I bet, I bet Cobbler Choblin's going to be raking in the gold. I say, Ch- Cobbler Choblin, I saw how busy you guys are. This is, this is everything that you've sold? Cobbler Choblin's anything but a liar. I've sold all kinds. I've sold lots of stuff. That's your 3%. Oh, Oh, and by the way, and he like scampers down and he 
takes your shoes off of you like without your consent and he's like who's the who's the second one that's getting their shoe shined oh i uh, promised i'd do two of them for free well hey choblin how much are your flip-flops my flip-flop Ooh, um no. sir roll. How about, how, what if we, we could sell extra for you we'll demo them while we're out adventuring Ooh, give me a persuasion check with advantage me or Lorkin or you? Oh, nice. That is gonna be a twenty-three. A twenty-three. He looks at you and he's like, "Well, um, I'm selling them for about five gold a piece. Um, but I suppose I could I could give you all a pair if you if you'll tell everybody that you come across that old cobbler Choblin gave you these flip flops." Absolutely, sir. I mean, every sale you make is extra gold in our pocket. Well, I'm anything but a hoarder. I take off my shoes and I throw them in the trash and I put his... Uh, <laughs> you, you know what? I'll, I'll even make you a deal. If you, can, if you can get somebody to come in here and say that old Silas Leodore sent them and they buy, us, buy a pair of flip-flops, I'll bump you up to 4%. Wow, and, and if we help you come up with a slogan, can we get five? He has a slogan. Absolutely. Did you hear it? <laughs> if, if you can figure out a better slogan than tell your friends about Cobbler Choblin's flip-flops, it's Cobbler Choblin's shop where the flip-flops are bought at flop. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough, sir. I mean, that's I don't think good. we're going to come up with anything better than that. Yeah, it just doesn't fit on the work. sign, Lorcan. It just doesn't fit on the sign. That's all it smaller is. Smaller lettering, smaller lettering, bigger sign, oh, bigger sign, more people see it. Sir, haven't you seen all these arcane signs they have now? Surely you can fit it on there. Arcane signs? That's a brilliant idea. Cobbler Choblin's going to start inventing arcane signs. <laughs> How about 3%? Yeah, 3%. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Sir, Give me a persuasion it. check. Ooh, can I give the help, help action? Yeah. Matt yeah, do it with 20. <laughs> Let's go. You know what? I'm just remembering that arcane signs already exist, but I'm going to make arcane signs for my flip-flops. And so you know what? Absolutely. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna sell those and we're gonna go to the moon and I'll give you five percent, Lorcan. How about that? I like uh, that. Hold on, I got another brilliant plan. I've been thinking about this for weeks. Kay. What if you make a light up shoes called <gasps> Bright Strikes? Light up shoes called bright. So, what would my market be? I mean, sir, People I would, who want I would, to light up shoes. I, I of would. Course. He he looks at you immediately, uh, Silas, and he's like, Ooh, "Can I print pre orders of seven gold?" I, I throw a minor illusion I slap on the one that he gave me, so it's like the. What did you say, up. Silas? Sorry. Uh, I throw. I cast minor illusion on the ones that he gave me, so it looks like light up shoes. Wait! 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 This is very important. Are we talking light up shoes or light up flip flops? Oh my goodness! Light up flip flops. mind. He he looks so excited. He's like, you know what? I don't even remember what we were talking about anymore. But that, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the bright strikes too, and I'll give you five percent of those sales, Lorcan. Man. Man, I might not even need to adventure. I should just get into the shoe business. Wow. Hold on. Let me write down. <laughs> Bright strike flip-flops light up flip-flops for Lorkin. Sir, I, I also have another question. What if you gave us some inventory and we just tried to sell it on the road? You, you expanded Ooh, I, to other markets. I actually had already thought about that, but Cobbler yeah. Choblin, he's... He wasn't really expecting this idea to take off as well as it did, so uh, yeah. those were actually my last three pairs, so I gotta actually start working on some right now. What are you and, doing uh, talking he, to us? He, what? What are you doing talking to us, then? Get to work. It, that's what I'm saying. Actually, hold on a minute. I meant to do this, because I thought it'd be fun. Um, <laughs> what color did you guys want your flip-flops to be? Because I, I do have a couple different colors here. Well, I have this cool belt that I'm working on, so uh, maybe some red, red and black to kind of match it. Red and black. Oh, oh, look at this! I just happen to have a pair, and he gives you the red and black ones. 
wow, I can't believe it was one of the three that you He he holds the other two boxes, and he's like, and which colors do you guys want? You have like a blue and gold trim? Uh, You are not going to believe this, Lorcan, and he opens (laughs) up the box, and it's a blue and gold trim pair. No way! I I instantly put them on. And he looks at Wolf, he's like, and what color were you thinking? How about this? How about you hold on to them? And and call it an investment for teaching me. Uh, he looks really disappointed, and he's like, "You, you don't want the flip flops? No, that's that's fine. I can put them back on the. I'll sell well, them." And well, he, well uh, Danny would like some. <laughs> he looks down, and he's like, "It's going to be an extra five gold to make some that small." <laughs> uh, absolutely, uh, Danny. Danny has to match. I give him ten. Make the make them extra special. His eyes light up again, and he takes Wolf's pair, and he's like, I'm going to shave these down right now. What color does your owl bear want? Oh, what color is she again? Uh, she's like panda colored, so she's black and white. Ooh. Do we oh, want a black panda and white? Regular panda. regular panda. Color are you guys thinking? Do we want something to go like contrast it or something matching it? I think like it's obviously not not my choice, but I think it'd be absolutely adorable to have your owl bear have matching flip flops. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I, you wouldn't happen to have they wouldn't happen to be black and red, right? <laughs> uh, he starts opening the box. Roll a roll a luck check. Ugh, don't roll an out. Don't roll in that one. Okay. A twelve. Whew. Okay. He opens it up. He's like red and black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe ruined my joke because I was going to make him be the only one to roll because I thought it'd be really yeah. funny if everybody else had the colors and then... I was wondering if you were going to... Oh, sorry. They're yeah. green and gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he goes behind his, his uh, thing and he's like, all right, you guys you guys have a good day. I'm going to finish making these owlbear flip-flops. When should I expect these, sir? Uh, I don't know. Give me like fucking 20 minutes or something. Cool, I'll check within you after I uh, check in with Mesro. Uh, he looks up, like, very disheartened. He's like, oh, you guys just came here from Mesro again? No, oh, no. no, we came for the flip-flops. What? If We're we just, came from... Yeah. You know, that's just an addition here. If we came from Mesro, we would have walked past you. We were, we were excited to talk to you, sir. You would have walked past me? That... Oh. Okay, well, no, we got off on the consider wrong it, I think. Okay, I throw an extra five gold. <laughs> oh, never mind. I, my, I was going to say my tummy hurts, but I'm I'm feeling better. And he <laughs> he pulls the lion statue and the uh, door slowly. Blew through fucking fifteen gold. <laughs> <laughs> the door slowly opens up, and um, you can hear from inside as smoke rolls out. You can hear a soft thudding of techno dance music start playing. <laughs> And as you enter, the lights go down. Yeah, you guys walk in and the uh, you, you see Mesro in the very back and he hasn't started his like lights yet. So you just see him very plainly with his tongue out and a speaking stone. And he's like sw- swiping through things. And then he like looks around because he hears the music playing. And then he looks up and he's like, adventurers. And the lights go off <laughs> and then they start flashing and it goes through the whole little music routine. And then it comes back and he's like, hello, it's good to see a couple familiar faces in a brand new one. And he looks at you, Silas. Because uh, the last time you were here, you didn't look like you. After well, he, disguised, he used disguise self, remember? When he went oh yeah, I said, I said I flashed back. I like. Yeah, he said he took it back off. I do the mm-hmm. same thing. I like flash forward. I'm like, still me. And then flash back. I see... You've embraced the magics and their wonderful mysteries already. Yeah, I mean, call it a wild day, but I might even stick my hand in your mouth without gloves. Uh, the treasure chest could not open faster. <laughs> it, it, like, snaps open and you hear, like, a sickening crack, almost like you open your mouth too wide. And he goes, yes, if you have 250 gold or... Maybe some of those delicious royal tender coins. Or you can put your hand in for free. 
mystery and not get a mystery, but you could still put your hand in. What, what are we working with here? Is it like slimy in there? Is it like extra dimensional space? Or You know what they say, there's only one way to find out. Uh, uh... I put my token in. <laughs> you you hold your token up and the tongue starts like a uh, king cobra. It like raises up as if it's about to strike Silas because it's getting all horned up. But then it sees your token and it like uh, latches around your wrist and then just gently starts pulling you towards it. It's like, mm, yes, feed I wanna, like, Mesro to daddy. <laughs> <laughs> tickle that thing in the back Ooh. of his throat, the little, uh, what's it called? <laughs> Uh, the Adam's apple or whatever, or yeah, tonsils, I guess. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it goes... <laughs> and, <laughs> and then the uh, chest closes on your hand, and um, you feel that feeling of, like, your hand traveling through space again. And, Zach, go ahead and roll a d20. D20. 11. Eleven. I realized I'm in the wrong table. Hold on. Can't wait for you to have to edit that out. <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> All right, and and don't forget, this isn't by. Um, How good um, it is. What? How good it is. Exactly. Unless it's the that one, right? Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, that's only sometimes. So it's not guaranteed. I told you that the first time when yep. you got it, Jim. Um, <laughs> so you pull, you feel something in your hand and it starts materializing. And then you realize that it's something very familiar to you. And it is a wand. And you pull Ooh. your hand out and there is this interesting looking wand. And it, it looks like a like bluish pattern but it's like dark blue and it's got some like stripes through it um you don't it looks semi-familiar but you can't really put your your hands on it um and mesra looks at it and he goes "Ooh, for a magic user like yourself this will probably be very fun for you but completely useless i mean magical mm-hmm. this is the wand of pants. The wand of <laughs> pants? What does that do? So the wand of pants has three charges per day, and if your target fails a DC 10, I think it was constitution, but I forgot to write it down. But if they fail their saving throw, then their pants are swapped out for a pair of your choice for one hour. And they can't take the pants off? The pants are physically, basically sewn to their legs. It's slightly painful. Oh, God. God. Well, let's try this out. And I pointed at Silas. No, no. Pants! (laughs) All right, hold on. Let me get the... Let me get what the actual DC save was. I thought I had written it all down, but I missed that one. I don't have anything I can do. <laughs> I was looking through everything, seeing if I had something <laughs> fun to. What throw kind of back pants? Are, what kind of pants are you wearing right now? Um, I was in a robe actually. So. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, and once you realize that this is the um, wand of pants, you realize that the color you were seeing is it's a denim wand, so it looks like <laughs> jeans. <laughs> um. So it is a DC 10 wisdom throw. Uh, okay. Wisdom saving throw. Yep. And what kind of pants are you trying to put on him? Uh, sparkly leggings. What'd you get? Nat one. Are you serious? <laughs> nope. Nope. Get it out of the way now because you know what? I would have rolled that nat one for fucking Mesro. That's true. I saved yep. your ass. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Man. Wow. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, you see these sparkling pants appear on Silas, and um, since he rolled a nat one, Mesra goes, "Oh, whoops! You didn't let me finish. The first time you ever cast it, it lasts for two hours." Oh, excellent! This is great. 
as I'm yeah, like you see these writhing in pain because I've seen these some tight, in my body. These tight, sparkling uh, leggings. Give me a performance check, Ooh. Silas. Yeah, I, I strap Let's see if you're stuff. pulling it off. I strap my stuff a little bit. I show off. Um, oh, I thought it was a two at first, but it's going to be a 23, 19 plus four. Okay, yeah, you guys see, like, Silas is rocking these leggings. I wink at Lorcan. Like, I strut my stuff and I'm like, I stop point at uh, Wolf and I go, Pants! <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Zach got this out of everything. Yeah, I know. Uh, Wolf, give me a. Um, give me. Come on, that one. <laughs> Alright, so I got a 10 before adding anything to it, so I don't think it's gonna work. Do you have a wisdom uh, modifier? Yeah, so it's a 12. Fuck. Damn. Alright, two uh, times a charm! Pants! <laughs> Alright. Right, Jim, do you want to give him the uh, help action? Uh, <laughs> I got a 11. Can, can I... Dang it. <laughs> can I push him to give him disadvantage? Yeah, you can. You can push yeah, him I'll, and give it... Uh, I'll tabletop him so like when he gets like... Uh, like nervous about it, he falls backward and hopefully gets a disadvantage on his. All right, roll it, roll throw. again, Joe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, that's a seven. <laughs> yes. Matching. What kind of? They're matching. <laughs> wow, uh -oh. you look good. I was gonna save. I was gonna save the last charge for me, but you, you tricky little bat. Bugger. Give me, give me a uh, performance check, Wolf. Uh, Mezzer, uh, can you put on a Wolf little is... like uh, music? Not at all trying to, to, to do anything with these pants. Okay, uh, give me give me a charisma check actually then because I want to see if you just naturally look good. Oh, you? even better, even better. Minus two to that, so it'd be a five. <laughs> a what? A five. Yeah, they they're like slightly too big in the legs, but too small in the hips. So like, so what was in full chain? Like, oh, he's like. He's like <laughs> This suit is like wooden stone chainmail with like these. I pictured like these like thigh high sabotons that are like made out of the same thing. So this is like these mm -hmm. pink sparkles. Like for one hour, your AC is actually minus one now. Nice. Yeah. You, you know, lose... this might be the best thing you might offer, Mesro. This is amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. I searched all over the realms for that, and I actually pulled it from a place called Twitter. And it, it came from somebody named D&D um, &D or not to D&D, &D, and their Twitter handle is... Oh, God, I didn't write that down. I wasn't that prepared. <laughs> What's a Twitter? I thought I did. It's one of the worlds that I can reach my hand into. Well, whoever made it, they're pretty dang smart. Their Twitter handle is at DND or not, whatever any of that means. I'll have to follow them on my Omergephone. I kind of sound like just a sexual Sidroy now. I hope this <laughs> is what I sounded like last time. Similar. Okay. Anybody else got tokens or what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I got Wolf. Go. Go ahead. You went last last time. Alright, uh, Wolf will take a token out, walk up to Mezro and put his, uh, unstoned gauntlet hands into Mezro. Okay, uh, yeah, so he does the same thing, he wraps his tongue around your hand, slowly pulls you in, the, uh, lid closes down, and go ahead and roll a d20. Uh, a nat 20. Yeah! Nat 20? Yeah. Wolf, yes. you feel um, your hand going through space or whatever, yeah. and you actually feel, for a split second, like a twinge of pain in your hand. Oh boy, okay. Um, and it's weird because it's like, this feeling has always felt good. Like it's yeah. felt like you've been in, and it feels like, it just feels wrong for a minute, and Mesro actually makes like a little bit of a like, coughing noise and <clears throat> you you uh feel something materialize in your hand yeah and as you remove your hand from mesro's mouth um you actually have like a couple of 
scrapes and scratches on your hand. Yeah. Which Mesro like looks at you and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm usually not a fighter. <laughs> um, and your hand is like closed. And yeah. as you turn it and open your hands, you see a simple looking, but ominous looking deck of cards. Wow. Interesting. Neat. <laughs> Please tell me you took a screenshot of your facial expressions, Zach. No. <laughs> Damn Did it. you see mine? Because mine went... <coughs> mm-hmm. Mesra, um, are you gonna tell us what that is? Uh, Mesra looks a little bit shaken. Mesra's um, like, uh, un- unfortunately, I. Oh, th- this isn't my voice. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, something seems to have have messed with my magic a little bit. I, I don't know what that is. Silas, did you have something? Did you did you have a token? I, yeah, I, I I did right here. Uh, its tongue like latches out at your hand oh. and wraps around your hand and uh, is gonna try to pull you into his mouth unless you're gonna I make like a sleight of hand to like try to like do the same thing where I don't touch him again just like last mm-hmm. time like, absolutely I'm gonna be quicker than him uh, that's not gonna happen uh, I got a five uh, yeah he rolled a nat 20 so he gets his uh, tongue around your your flesh and oh pulls you in and you can tell he was a little bit um, worried about what just happened but now he's like uh, just savoring the moment and you feel his tongue like slowly rolling around your hand and he's pulling you slower than he did the other two <laughs> and, uh, but eventually he does put your hand in his treasure chest mouth and the lid closes and go ahead and roll a d20 I have PTSD right now so <laughs> you got this Silas <sighs> Lucky number 13. 13? I was actually kind of sweating a little bit because I forgot um, that I made all of your D20s the same this time around. Um, But I should have made a backup, but it doesn't matter. Well, let's hope it's a shirt wand. I think you'll have fun with this. I hope so. So, your, your hand, you feel for the first time your hand kind of like floating around in space and then suddenly um, you grip something and you feel like it's the handle of something and as you pull your hand out of Mesro's mouth you look down and you have a flare gun in your hand (laughs) and Mesro Mesro goes whoa interesting I didn't know there were guns in there (laughs) and um, he like lets his tongue like really centrally lick the flare gun for a minute and he's like sorry I'm a little thrown off I need a second taste and it like very casually just brushes aside your hand um, and he's like oh yes this is the fate flare and it's a flare gun that does one of two things You can either A, shoot it, and it shoots out a flare that works almost like a magic missile, if you've ever heard of those, where it automatically hits and does 2d6 of damage, or you can shoot it into the sky and ask your god of choice a question, and it will interpret that in a way it chooses fit, but be careful because there's only three bullets in the gun right now. Oh, God. It's really tempting to pour it out like it and try it. <laughs> Damn. <Fuck it>. <laughs> if I had a question to ask my God right now. <sighs> Any more delicious tokens? No, that'll be it. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Please remember to come back to Mesro's and bring some delicious gold or sweet, sweet tokens. And I will see you next time. So if I like, if I pointed it at a person, so is it is it either one or the other goes off? Like if I pointed at a person, like does either the magic missile come out or 
like you choose so you can either use it as a weapon or you can use you get three bullets um this is actually something that i stole from dungeons and daddies Mm -hmm. but i put my own twist on it so they had like a gun where you could like ask the dm a question or whatever or use Mm -hmm. it as a weapon and i just reskinned it to be like a flare gun because i thought it'd be fun um, but basically you'll get kind of like a cryptic answer if you use it to ask a question, but if you're stuck on like a puzzle or if you want to know, like if there's something that you specifically want to know from me, it's mm-hmm. a way that you can kind of ask me a question. So it's a way you to get like I mean? a kind of like a meta answer. Whatnot. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. But like, like I can't full on just be like, Hey, why are our bodies? Like, why are we dead? Correct. What does the dark one want? Like, where are my parents? Yeah, exactly. Well, but okay. you could like, you could always like shoot it in the air and like if you had a specific question or something Mm -hmm. and like, again, I get to decide whether or not I answer your question in the way that Mm -hmm. is fitting. But um, just remember you only have three bullets for it. So you can, or you can use it for a weapon if you're in. Is it a first level magic missile or is it just one? one It it does two D six. So it's just, yeah, it's just a flare that shoots out. Oh, you did say six automatic. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah, those were some fun items. That is. I think well, it was what, excellent. What did you get, Wolf? I am unsure. It is a deck of cards that Wolf feels... Ma- ex- make a history I, check. Let's see. I don't know what my modifier is. Let's see. Oh, thir- 13. 13? Um... You don't specifically know what this is. Um, it does feel like weird and like heavy in your hands. Um, and it's like sealed shut. So it's like an open, it's like a deck of playing cards, but there's like a magic arcane like plastic over it or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it just feels kind of like weird to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess that, that actually answered my question. Because I was going to ask how many cards were in the deck, but if it's not open, I don't know yet. Correct. Mesro uh, didn't Chop- tell us anything about it? Like where no, Mesro seemed other. very weirded out. Okay. Um, Choblin looks up and he's like, oh, good, good news. That was about 20 minutes. Here's your owlbear flip-flops. <laughs> Thank you, Choblin. And he, he hands you uh, Danny's, Danny's flip-flops. Hell yeah. Oh, he's so prompt. And yeah, you guys look at the time, um, and you're you're pushing the time that Johnny Flame asked you to meet them back there. All I right, think we're ready to head back. Oh, it was. Yeah, it we're was gonna nice get out of here, Shoblin. All right, you guys, you guys don't be strangers, and I'll. I'm sure I'm gonna have plenty of fun new creations the next time you come back here. My, oh, you're gonna see arcane signs everywhere for Cobbler, Choblin's Cobbler Shop exclusive flip flops at cobbler's shop and sometimes they have colors and sometimes they have not you know what you're getting better at this <laughs> yeah i don't we don't even have to come up with a slogan sir <laughs> thank you Lorcan. i appreciate that i'll see you all later and he gives wolf a kiss on the cheek for no reason <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to play uh checkers next time see you later I've actually been into this new game. Have you heard of the Wordle? It's once a day you can only play it, but it, it's pretty fun. <laughs> the Wordle? You're going to have to tell me what the Wordle is. I'll teach you how to play it. A, a goblin comes by every day, and he tries to give you a world. I'll show you it next time. That sounds awesome, Choblin. See you next time. Bye-bye. Right strike, I... out! Me as Jimmy has questions about this goblin. Does he go around to every house in the world like this one goblin? Yeah, he's like Santa Claus, but yeah. he goes around with the Wordle Aww. once a day and everybody gets to play it. It's a magical time of year. Yeah. We're going to have to come up with a uh, D&D version of that so I don't get sued. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless, uh, yeah, you guys head down to the kingdom to meet back Word up blin. with... Wordblin. Like Wordle and Goblin. No? Okay. Shut up. What if it's the turtle? Because that's a race, you know? Wordplay? Maybe, Come on. Maybe... No, it's pretty bad. So you guys get down to the kingdom, and um, you open the door or whatever, and uh, go to the little like meeting room executive office thing that um, the shadows of Lathander have been given. Um, and there you see 
Shirax and Johnny Flame. Um, and they are like going over some files and whatnot, and they seem to be just finishing up. And they look up as you guys enter, and they're like, Shirak's like, oh, good, we were we were just coming to get you, actually. I was just about to send Johnny after you guys. Here we are. Do you like my pants? Yeah, check out I- their pants! <laughs> um, Johnny Flame looks at you, Silas, and he's like, you're looking good, my man. And then he looks <laughs> at Wolf, and he's like, you two are... Wolf, did you get some... Are those new shoes, Silas? <laughs> Johnny, they, they are, and, you know, you can have a pair, too, if you head down to Cobbler Chocolate's Cobbler Shop. They're real Cobbler. cheap, only five gold. You can't really be a part of the group without them. Yeah. Do you mean that that little old man that shines shoes, he sells those? Those are so cool looking. Yeah, and I kind of sound like him right now. Killer slogan, too. There's going to be a limited release of Bright Strikes, and, and I throw Minor Illusion on mine, and they're going to do this. Oh my God! Do you think he could hook? Uh, we're we're probably gonna have to leave soon to go do some investigating. Do you think he could make me a pair? Listen, if you want, if you want to go get some some uh, yep, flip flops. <laughs> yeah, we'll wait for you. Yeah. Then Should make sure I tell, you tell him that Silas sent you? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and he gets up and tracks like Johnny. We're we're in the Silas, middle of something. And he, he, Johnny Flame runs out to go buy some flip-flops. Oh, and Shrek's yeah. like, well, I would like to say that's the first time that's happened, but it's not. Um, <laughs> Shrek's, you can have some too. Yeah, yeah just I'm, tell him Silas sent you. I'm kind of in the middle of something right now, but maybe I'll check it out once we find your bodies in the king's body. Supporting yeah. local business is pretty important. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're right. Maybe I'll... We'll see what happens. Maybe the, on my day Maybe off, I'll go check it out. where I come from. All right. Anyway, do you guys want to hear what we found about your bodies or not? <laughs> Please. Well, I'd rather keep talking about flip-flops. <laughs> Apparently. It's a great <laughs> financial was... opportunity. I mean, it's a great product. All right. Um, so, yeah, she, like, pulls up the files or whatever. She's like, all right, as I said, we got, we got feet on the ground all over Immersia, and it's only been... A couple of days, but we do have some leads for you guys. Um, and, you know, so I guess it's kind of up to you. Like, I can give you the leads that I have, and then we will investigate the leads more. And you guys can meet up with our uh, agent wherever you decide to go. Does that sound good? That works for me. Yeah. I mean, this All is right. kind of your thing, so. So, Wolf, um, we have. We. we like I said, we all know what happened at the Tayasuki Monastery. We're not allowed to send you guys there. Um, they specifically said they don't want to deal with us yet. So I had to cross that lead off. But we do have two leads for you. They're they're not the best leads, admittedly. But, you know, they're out there trying. So these are the leads that I got for you. All right. So Wolf. In our uh, Facebook group chat, I've sent you over the files that they've collected for you. Um, And I will summarize it because I won't be able to post these, but I put little pictures of things I found online to kind of show who these people are. Um, And she tells you that the first clue that they got was um, one of their agents was um, heading on their way to the Highlands, the... Um, to the Takari Highlands and they were being followed by a witch by the name of Abigail Bloodgood and once they realized that they were being tailed by the witch um, they asked what she was doing in which she responded I saw them the Highlands in flames and the man with the dark hair that you've been seeking and asking about the one forged in the Highlands he emerged from the flames unscathed. He emerged victorious. And then she re- refused to tell anybody anything else uh, other than it was one of her visions because she uh, does rituals to like have these visions and stuff like that. Yep. Um, and apparently she got word that they were looking for 
presumably somebody that sounds like you, and so they um, reported that as a possible uh, lead, but it, you know, not the not the best lead they've ever had. Um, and the other lead came from somebody that actually attempted to get into Hog's Feet, which is yeah. the like um, people like anybody that's specifically out to do harm. That's where like Stravin's crew lives and stuff like that um because you said that you were heading towards hog's feet right um and after a couple of failed attempts they talked to a kobold named gix who stated all right look nobody in here wants to talk to no cops but your buddy gix is a trustworthy kobold you help me out and i'll help you out in regards to your buddy but he didn't get a chance to specify what he meant by that because other hog's feet like people started walking by and he didn't want to be seen cooperating with cops but um they're a potential witness if you guys wanted to go meet up and follow that lead um so those are the two that i got for you wolf like i said not the best leads in the world but on a couple days it's at least people that you could question people that might know something people that you could talk to um and so she like hands you those so you can look over those and she's like and silas we uh we again we didn't turn up too too much for you either unfortunately um we do have a couple of interesting things that we found out and uh she hands you um two files to start with oh thank you and they are you guys are very organized here of course we are we gotta be what the fuck accent is this <laughs> yeah i mean we gotta be organized you never know what's gonna happen um so the two files that she has for you um one is by a man named officer tubbs palmero and he is a guard in um for bridewell which is one of the like major prisons for Omersia. Oh, okay. So he's one of the like prison guards there. And um, they went to talk to some of the guards and stuff like that. And the statement that they got from him was, we got this crazy cat we just locked up a few days ago, but he hasn't given us his name or anything. We're close to cracking him, but when he overheard me talking to you all last night, and heard you all say something about the king's disappearance. He waited until I was doing my rounds later, and then asked if we'd asked the youngest Leodore kid. Kind of strange, since we didn't mention him by name. Um, so that's the thing they got from him. And the other one was from a druid named Belgrim Clovercup. And Belgrim is part of a... Um, traveling druid circle mm-hmm. that basically just go all around Immersia. They're not specific to any of the places. And um, his statement was we did, we haven't seen Silas but we did see Robert the father of the kid you're asking about. I know him. I saw him a few weeks ago going into the summit. Seems strange because he passed the barrier we're not really meant to go into couldn't catch him to see what he was doing i hope he's okay i don't know anything else that you're talking about um and they marked him i forgot to tell you but they have whether or not they're willing to be interviewed and they marked him as hesitant so um and currently he is in wakefield okay what is what does the bh stand for did you say that bh Vinick oh. von strickland is that like who's investigating that's the bounty hunter that's the oh, okay. feed on the yep the, that's the people that are signing off on these files okay um so like people that are in specific areas may submit multiple files but mm-hmm. okay um so yeah we have those and then she's like and silas you know or lorkin we don't you know, we haven't obviously found your body, but we did. We we uncovered quite a bit about you. We we uh-huh. got a couple solid leads, um, and actually, we got one more thing about you, Silas. Or yeah, about Jesus. you, Silas. But I wanted to go over these first. Okay. Um, the first one is by somebody named Talia Whipsplash, 
and they are a fisherman in Rockport. Um, and her statement was, One night less than a week ago, I was out pulling the nets in for the night when I spotted some of the gills dragging three bodies. One was a little fella like you're describing. I thought of following but couldn't afford for my catch to go bad or get stolen. Um, so that was hers and she's in Rockport. Um, the second one is from a small child named Samuel McLaughlin and they are in Whitehaven. And um, Lurkin, you actually know Samuel McLaughlin. You know that he is actually one of the kids that go to the school that you taught at. Um, okay. He wasn't one of your students yet, but you actually taught his older brother. So you'd seen him around the school and stuff like that. Um, but Sam all Samuel would tell them was, I was out in the woods and I forgot to write this on your sheet, but he's referring to the night that um, you presumably died. Mm -hmm. um, the night that your stuff got stolen, at least. Um, was I was out in the woods and he refused to say why but he saw a group of kids surrounding you at one point while you were sleeping um, and Best. then he wouldn't <laughs> he wouldn't say any more but the um, bounty hunter that interviewed him stated that he seemed a little bit dodgy and that they definitely think he knows more um, he is willing to cooperate with an interview but his parents don't really want people talking to him so he'd be a little bit harder to track down maybe um we'll have to the... get that kid alone <laughs> don't say that good call um <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the final one is a two-parter um the statement was taken by Rhett Darkvane who is a drow that lives in Ashbourne um, and they do travel pretty frequently because they're part of a band, but her, <laughs> um, thing, her statement was, my shitty ex who plays drums for the band Sidewalk Centaurs was playing a gig the other night at the same venue we were. He was trying to get me back to get with him, but stepped away to take a call on his speaking stone, and I heard him mention that name, Bright Strike. He was saying all sorts of weird shit about cults or whatever. He's a psycho. Um, and she is willing to be interviewed. And they have a file on her ex, whose name is Dankson Horns. Um, <laughs> yeah. I like that name. Dankson Son. Dankson Horns. Uh, from the, uh, what is it, Sidewalk Centers? Centaurs? Sidewalk Centaurs, yeah. That's sick. What a sick name. Yeah. Um, and his file says that he was not available for interview and refuses to be interviewed. Um, and the uh, statement that the bounty hunter wrote was, Dankson refused comment. We know from talking with his ex Rhett that Dankson is the drummer for Omersia metal band Sidewalk Centaurs, but reportedly has interest in cults. When approached and told about Rhett's report, Dankson immediately ran. Sidewalk Center is scheduled to play Ashbourne for the rest of this week. Um, so you Aww. do know that his band will at least be in Ashbourne. We could go see Dankson. God, it's the Sidewalk um, Center. See him run away with new pants. Have you guys seen them yet? On. <laughs> I have their first CD. <laughs> what was their first CD again? We, we couldn't find that information. Oh, you know what? My house is here. We can stop by and get it. Oh, perfect. Let's. That'd be great. What was it called, though? Uh, you know, I forget it. It came out like 20. It was their first, first one before they were real big. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I'm not a real well, fan. I'm just kind of a poser. That's All right. Fair. I've never heard them. Calm down, Shirax. <laughs> just trying to fit in. We'll, we'll just play Monster Speaking Monster and get it over with. <laughs> Um, and she actually looks at you, Silas, and she's like, actually, while we were interviewing Rhett is when the other weird thing happened, because we don't have an official report, but bounty hunter Dugson Strong um, reported that when he got back to his room that night, he interviewed uh, Rhett at a local bar there in Ashbourne, and he reported that when he got back to his room, he actually had an arcane photograph that was put into his pocket. And at first, he didn't really think much of it. 
And then he realized that it was a photo of you. And it is a photo of you in a tree. And then we remembered your little uh, death sequence, so to speak. But he has no idea where it came from. He doesn't remember anybody. Um, he doesn't remember talking to anybody specific. He doesn't remember anything else. Um, it is strictly forbidden for our bounty hunters to drink on the job. So while he was at a bar, we are surely... We're putting our faith in him that he was of right mind, but he swears he doesn't know where it came from. So you can definitely talk to him about that. So that's part of your files, but we we don't have an official statement from him. Thank you. Look at this photograph. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So yeah, they, these are all the things that we've gotten and... Um, we can get Johnny Flame in contact with the bounty hunter, and uh, he can accompany you guys there wherever you guys want to go and investigate first. That sounds pretty excellent. That's all. It's all fine and dandy. Now let's get over to Cob Cobbler Joblins. <laughs> so, are, do we have to pick like one thing for each person that they're investigating, or is it just one? No, this is where you guys want to go next. So the oh. places that I listed for these people, so your mm -hmm. choices, or oh, we're um, investigating. Actually, actually, Chirac says this too. Um, so she's like, you know, you're more than welcome to go anywhere that you want. These are just we told you that we'd get you some leads to try to help find your body, but obviously we only got so many feet on the ground. So these are the places that you'd probably have the best luck. But if you all want to go somewhere else too, obviously you're welcome to go. Um, and the way this is going to work is. Um, whatever you guys don't pick to go to, um, they will either try to continue investigating, um, but there is a chance that it could turn into dead ends. Um, okay. So they could lose track of people or um, or they could clear people. So like if you decide not to specifically go somewhere, the next time you check in with Saul, they could find out that a lead was a bust, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know about you guys, but uh, the Danks and Horn guy, we can go see that band, and he's only going to be in Ashbourne for a little bit. I think we could have a lot of fun guys with this band, go to the band. It sounds like Ashbourne might be the place to go because there is more than one lead there, and I find it, I find it difficult to believe that they're going to clear either of my leads too quickly because they both seem very shady. So. Heck, we might even get a new t-shirt out of the deal. Uh, Shrax kind of like chimes in too, and she's like, yeah, I mean, independent on what goes on with your, if you guys decide to go talk to Dankson or Rhett, um, Rockport's not very far from Ashbourne, so if you wanted to dip down and talk to Talia, she's always there too. Um, so depending on what's going on with that, you guys could maybe knock two birds out with one stone, but it's completely up to you wherever you want to go. I think Ashbourne might be the best, uh, might be the most efficient place to go. What do you think, Silas? Where do you want to go? Sorry, I'm trying to look up the map of Immersia. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm good with, where did we say? Ashbourne? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good with Ashbourne. Um, and if you I'd bring your CD, see... you can get it signed. Yeah, I'd love to see the Sidewalk Centaurs. I'm such a big fan. Well, all right, Excellent. A favor, Shrex, if, if you have any more contact with that witch, she, while her statement may seem odd, it's clear that she has some form of general knowledge of the Highlands, and it's an odd statement following Mentor's death, so it's possible that she might not be completely crazy i could i i think ron's the one that's up there um i could have ron arrest her if you want no just send him a message or something and try and keep him open-minded about that about her all right well he did he did get a uh like she gave them i think it's in the report that we wrote out but um, she gave him a weird map and said that she is open to talking to you guys. She seemed very interested about 
potentially hearing from you, Wolf, but maybe I can send Ron back and see if he can at least get some details on where she is, make sure it's safe, that kind of dealio. That way, if you all want to investigate that later on, maybe we can, or maybe we can write it off completely, but. Do what you will. Just my only wish is that you don't dismiss her too quickly. Okay. I hear you. I'll, I'll have a stern talking to with, um, Ron, because believe it or not, some of my bounty hunters can be a bit impulsive. And as she says that, the door opens and Johnny Flame comes in. He's like, guys, you are not going to believe this. But he was completely sold out of flip-flops, but he made me a pair right there. He's amazing at customer service. He is amazing. And I was inspired by you guys. Usually I go for the whole, like, pleather black you know look but look at these and he pulls them out and he's got glitter flip-flops like the pants that zach put you guys in oh man that's amazing now we match johnny hold on johnny's gonna do a performance check (laughs) he doesn't add anything to it though oh maybe tomorrow i'll get you a new pair of pants and i hold up my wand he rolled a 10 so it's definitely an interesting decision for him (laughs) um but he's not not pulling it off you guys appreciate what he's going for, you know? With the pants, I'm sure it would be a much better, too. Yeah, yeah, with the pants. And he he looks at Chirax, and um, he kind of straightens himself up as he puts his his flip-flops on. And he goes, so, wh- where are we off to, boys? Well, we're going to need to look our best, because we're going to see the sidewalk centaurs. Johnny Flame's face kind of like contorts a little bit and um shrek's like oh yeah i forgot to tell you about about that one and um johnny flames like uh are you guys sure that's where you want to go is there a reason we shouldn't johnny to quote Uh. my father indubitably (laughs) (laughs) all right shrek's I told you that I've had a, a muddied past and I've done some unfavorable things. But the worst thing I've ever done. And he opens his leather jacket and he's wearing a Sidewalk Centaur shirt. I was the basis for Sidewalk Centaur. No way. And that's gonna be the end of the session. <laughs> You're Mr. Flame himself? and um yeah so that's gonna be the end of that (laughs) with with the big revelation that johnny flame was the former bassist of omersia metal band sidewalk centaurs well you're a poser fan remember no 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 not biggest fan ever (laughs) all righty well that's gonna do it for us um Head on over. Don't you don't gotta go nowhere. Uh, <laughs> next week we are gonna, of course, as always, release the Beyond the Roll, and we're gonna talk all about this. And I am pretty hyped to talk about this one. Fun Let's episode. be honest. Yeah. Um. And yeah. So that's about that's about it. Make sure you follow us on all the social medias: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at Behold the Roll. Check us out on Reddit, our Behold the Roll podcast. Um. Make sure you give us those beautiful, tasty five stars if you've been nom, enjoying nom, the nom, podcast. Nom nom, nom, nom. Mm-hmm, nom, nom, indeed. Um, straight up, it's it's absolutely amazing. We've already gotten quite a few five stars. Um, keep them up. That's how we're going to keep the word going. And speaking of keeping the word going, please, if you know anybody that likes this kind of stuff, um, word of mouth, by far the absolute best thing you can do. I know it seems kind of silly and it seems pandering at this point, um, but that is legitimately how we will keep growing this podcast like if you can send this to a friend or you can post this in a group that you're in just let people know let people know if you're enjoying it and um yeah i mean we're enjoying it we hope you all are and we will see you all next time on behold the roll say goodbye everybody goodbye everybody. bright strike out